Shaolin shadow boxing. Yeah. And the Wu Tang sword <laughs> If what you say is true, <laughs> the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Wu Tang, Millennial Man Child style. Your Wu Tang sword can defeat me. We're bringing the motherfucking ruckus today. On guard. On guard. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. Oh yeah, baby. We here. We back. We doing it big. Oh shit. Excuse me, always so hyped up, yo. Yeah. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Millennial Man Child Podcast ain't nothing to fuck with. I wish that rolled off the tongue a little better, but what can you do, folks? You know what I'm saying? What's up? But we're going to get into it today. Welcome back to the Millennial Man Child Podcast. And as always, I'm your fucking beautiful baby boy host with the, these, oh, look at these curls today. Mwah. Fucking beautiful. Uh, Miles Casey, how you doing? You doing well? I hope life's treating you okay. Everything's going smooth in your neck of the woods, you know? I know it's been popping off out there a bit. You know, I saw some pictures on fucking social media. Tornado's been wilding in the fucking Midwest where I'm from, dude. I do not miss that. I miss thunderstorms and lightning and like, whoa, it's raining really hard. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. But fucking tornadoes, dude? No, I don't like, I don't play that shit. I'm not about that life. Uh, Not about that. But it's springtime, so that's what what you get in Tornado Alley, man. It's been going wild out there. Uh, And I think I'll I'll get into that a little bit uh, later in the podcast, but you know, I hope you're all right. Hope everything's treating you okay is what I'm getting at here. You know, Uh, for me, man, it's been, it's been busy as fuck. It doesn't, I mean, I feel like I say that all the time on here, but it is always true. And you know, this past two or three weeks has been ridiculous to say the least. Like I have worked 16 out of the last 19 days, I only had three days off. You know what I'm saying? And on those days off, you know what I'm doing? It's not a day off. It's not a day off. I'm fucking recording a podcast. I'm putting shit together. I'm making things happen, trying to keep the dream alive through all that bullshit outside of it. You know what I mean? That's the real play here. That's what I'm trying to do. Trying to give you content, trying to deliver you the goods. You know what I mean? It's coming a little late this week, you know, day late, but not a dollar short, always on time with the goods, always delivering that fucking primo content, son. I don't know. It's just fucking around. But yeah, I mean, it has been horrible. I had to work this whole Memorial Day weekend. You know, as the, as they say, Memorial Day, you know, thank you, troops. We'll never forget. Always remember, uh, freedom isn't free. All the cliches. But also, man, don't forget me. Don't forget those, those fucking retail workers out there slaving away all weekend long didn't get a day off it was busy as fuck by the beach everyone's like enjoying their three-day weekend like let's go to the beach it'll be fun it's super nice out and uh your boy was getting shit on basically had to open every day up at fucking four in the morning you know how we do it at starbucks they don't fucking play around there they gotta have you gotta be up before the tweakers son you gotta be up before jesus on his birthday it is ridiculous so you know up every day early had to, uh, on Monday, Memorial Day, you know, had to open one restaurant and close down another. That's, that's a long day, folks. And especially since it was fucking Memorial Day and it was busy as fuck. You know, people are like, oh man, I got a busy day ahead of me. I probably, oh, you know, early in the morning, I better go get me a coffee. So super busy. And then I worked at the barbecue house at night. What sounds, hmm, what sounds good on Memorial Day? What says freedom? What screams freedom? You know what? I want some barbecue. Yeah, so it was fucking shit show, and that's why I didn't record a podcast on Tuesday, because I needed a fucking, 
I just needed a day where I was a vegetable, dude. I was like literally just like laying on the couch and just, uh, I couldn't even explain. I don't even remember what happened that day. It was all a blur. You know, I got a little, got a little day drink on, got a little day smoke on, you know, I was just fucking trying to unwind and, you know, just relax a little bit. Cause you know, you can't, you can't, you're approaching that burnout. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Cause then if I approach burnout, I can't deliver you the goods and I can't, I can't be and do what I want to do. So got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Us Americans do. We're always working too much. We're always approaching burnout. We're fucking redlining it. Just like right there. No, no, I got a little bit left. Let me just get, put a little more gas on that shit. Like, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta take a break. You gotta take a little easy. It's like, why do we do this to ourselves folks? You know what I mean? Like, obviously I got to pay these bills and uh, feed myself. I don't want to be like some of the homies out on the street who are, you know, they're, they're struggling. They're out there on the street and they say it ain't easy, but they ain't working like me, you know, and I don't want that. That's why I'm hustling. That's why I'm trying to keep doing this shit because I ain't got the, I, I got to have a roof over my head. So boom, I guess that's why we do it. But man, it shit should just be cheaper. I guess my broke ass or I should make more money somehow. You know what I'm saying? I need to figure something out. Also, before we get into it today, I wanted to shout out one of the homies. Oh, making fucking noises. Uh, this, my buddy, I uh, got this sweet painting. It's like kind of a Grateful Dead painting, but one of the homies that's out on them streets, uh, he hooked it up with this. He just was like, hey man, I made this for you. And I thought that was dope. Uh, I'll post a picture of it on Instagram as well, but pretty cool. My, my homie Aaron Eaton. Boom. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Going up on the wall in the man child lair, the man child studio, as I should say. Boom, boom. But yeah, let's just get into it today, folks. I got a good one for you. We're back to rambling and bambling as always, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But yeah, in time, the uh, let's get into flashes, it. The flags enjoy. Go up, churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. Oh, yeah. What's up, folks? Let's get into it. You know how we do it around here on the Man Child Podcast. We just, we like to get into things. I don't know what we're talking about today, but we're going to get into some shit for sure. Uh, First, I know I mentioned this earlier on the, the, the old intro a little bit, but, you know, the gauntlet. Going through the motherfucking gauntlet. You know, there is, I was thinking about the other day, the ultimate gauntlet. No, no lie. The ultimate gauntlet is life. Plain and simple. It is one fucking big ass gauntlet. The whole goddamn thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I was actually kind of trying to think of what I could compare it to the other day. And uh, it reminded me one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid. Uh, It was one of the shows I could never really find. It was always just like randomly on. You're like, oh shit, this is that fucking show. I'm about to watch this for sure. It was that American Gladiator show. I don't think it... 
it doesn't seem to translate quite the same today. I think they tried to redo it, but like, you know, when I was a little kid, that was my shit. Watching normal ass people try to go through the motherfucking gauntlet, right? There's these huge fucking juiced up turkeys, fucking steroid heads, like, you know what I mean? Juiced up meat heads, just fucking, just bullying people, just bullying regular ass people, you know? And that's what, that's what life is to me. It's the motherfucking gauntlet. It's the American gladiator, son. Like we're out here trying to go through the obstacle course, jumping over shit, trying to dodge tennis balls. You know, that was my favorite when they're fucking hitting people with the tennis ball gun, like pop, 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 bitch, pop, 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 pop. That was always my fun, the best. And like, that's how I feel like, you know, what life is, right? Like me personally, I'm out here. I'm fucking trying to duck behind cover. I'm trying to like get behind that next little, little ledge. So I don't get pelted by that tennis ball gun. And I'm taking that, I'm, make, I'm making the break for it, right? I'm running. I'm fucking, ha, 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 ha. I'm running and I trip. I trip halfway there and I spread wide open, spread eagle. My, you know, my crotch is just, it's completely vulnerable. And the fucking big uh, juiced up fucking meathead is up there just pop, 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 tennis balls right to my nuts. And that's life. You know, often that is what life is. And you just got to figure out a way to fucking, you know, have really basically balls of steel. You got to have balls of steel to get through this motherfucker because it ain't easy, son. It ain't easy. It, it's the gauntlet. And especially like when you're out here grinding, you're trying to fucking figure out how to navigate unknown waters. You know, you're, you're doing things like uh, not using your degree, working at Starbucks, trying to create a podcast, trying to do stand up comedy. You're just like, whoa, what the, f-? you know, who, who am I? What am I doing? What's going on? Pretty much. And it can be a little overwhelming from time to time, but that's what you got to do. You got to persevere. You got to keep going through the gauntlet. You got to, after you take those shots to the nuts, you got to fucking get back up, you know, army crawl over to the next little cover, take a couple few deep breaths and then get back up and try to get to that next fucking spot. You know what I'm saying? Try to get the next spot and then get up there and fucking punch that dude in the nuts. That's what I'm saying. Cause that's, what's going to happen. That's the goal. That's the end game. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to get through this motherfucking gauntlet. No one's stopping me. It's a marathon as, as the late great Nipsey hustle said, the marathon continues. You know what I'm saying? You just can't, it never stops. It never stops. It doesn't matter at what level you're at. It keeps going and you just got to keep improving and getting a little bit better. That's what the fucking gauntlet is. Life is the ultimate gauntlet, son. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But anyways, fucking enough of my, my crazy life is a gauntlet rant. Um, I was thinking the other day, it's funny. I was at the bar enjoying a little happy hour. I love me some half-priced pitchers, right? It's uh, the best deal in all of Ocean Beach, going down to Sunshine and Company and getting me a fucking $6 pitcher of Budweiser. I could pay $6 for a beer pretty much anywhere, so might as well just go get a full pitcher and drink it to myself like an alcoholic. You know, it's very fun. It's a very fun time. But I was at the bar uh, watching the the game, watching the... Uh, you know, Raptors versus Warriors game, fucking shout out Raptors, get some fucking Warriors, suck it easy, that was a nice little dub for the first game, uh, uh, there in Toronto, loved that, I just, you know, Warriors are the Yankee, or the Yankees of fucking basketball, so it's just like, who cares, nobody wants to see them win, it's, it's old, it's exhausting, it's boring, um, but, uh, I was watching, and they had a TV, uh, like, just one of the little small TVs on the side that was playing, like, the news, right, and I was like fucking, I was watching a little bit because I was thinking to myself, I was like, 
when was the last time I even watched the news? Like, I don't know about you. Like, I think, I don't think millennials consume news the same way. We don't like, oh shit, it's 5.30. I better turn it to ABC so I can watch fucking Brian Williams nightly news, you know? Like, no, we don't, I don't think we consume news that way, you know? And not, not to say that some of the shit you see on Twitter and Facebook isn't very negative and aggressive as well, but I was blown away by just how, like, depressing and awful the news was. Like, I was watching the headlines, you know, the first... The leading story, leading off the night, they're talking about those crazy storms where there was like 13 days straight of just horrible storms, you know, almost like, I don't know if I'm making this up or not, but like 500 tornadoes supposedly touched down. Some of them destroyed a bunch of things. You know, people were dying. It was like, and they're going to keep going, you know, like very depressing shit, right? Talking about that. And I was like, okay. Uh, that's, that's not good. That's bad. That, that remind that for me, that makes me think, okay, global warming, uh, more harsh storms. Things are getting wild. It's fucking up. You know, we're just like out here, like in this little pressure, you know, we're in this very sensitive environment. You know, you start fucking with what you put into the environment. It changes things and it can change how, how things are working. And these like more intense storms and all that stuff makes me think, okay, global warming. That's, that's bad. I'm some, you know, triggered, triggered over here as a little millennial snowflake, like, Okay, that's that's negative. That's crazy. Trying to watch the Warriors game, but whatever. And then I look over there again. Next thing they're talking about. There's a fucking traffic jam on Everest. I'm like, okay, what's this got to do? Oh, 13 people have died? So people are up on Everest dying because there's a fucking traffic jam. First of all, the traffic out here in San Diego and in, in Southern California is a fucking nightmare. There are way too many people out here and it's only getting worse. And... It makes you think, like, why are there so many fucking people out here? But it's obviously because it's fucking amazing and it's the best place to be. But, like, when there's a traffic jam on fucking Everest, you got a problem. These people are fucking stupid. Fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go climb the tallest mountain because nothing can survive up there. And it's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just want to be up there. Maybe take a little selfie from my Instagram. Let them know. Flex on them a bit. Like, who, who the fuck is climbing Everest? Why would you climb Everest, right? That sounds fucking beyond stupid to me. But that's just me. Um, but first, second of all, when there's like a traffic jam, to think of a fucking traffic jam, they're like, oh, there's too many rookie climbers and there's this, that, and the other. They're making like excuses. It's like, nah. You know what happened? Someone's getting fucking paid. They're, 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 they have to like sell a ticket to climb up Everest, I'm pretty sure. You have to have somebody, you know, there's a whole economy around climbing up Everest. So like, of course they're just like, nah, send it baby. It's fucking climbing season. We're trying to make that cheddar cheese. We don't care if people are dying up there. We don't care how many people are on that mountain. Like, yeah, we should probably limit it to like, Oh, a couple hundred, but they're like, nah, 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 send it baby boy. Send it, send it, send it. Like, it's crazy to think that there's an actual traffic jam on Everest because yeah, obviously there's way too many fucking people up there and no one should be up there ever. You can't even survive up there without an oxygen tank. They're like waiting in line to the top, fucking freezing their fucking toes off, like hypothermia setting in their oxygen tank. They're like, okay, well, yeah, I've got 30 minutes left, right? So like, yeah, I think if, you know, there's about 20 people in front of me, yeah, I think I should be able to get up there to take my selfie in time. And if, if not, you know, I guess I had a good run. Like, what the fuck are these people doing? You know, it's ridiculous. Un- unreal. Just, uh, yeah, but I guess uh, maybe that's just a little, you know, natural selection doing its thing, making a little bit of a comeback. I don't know. Uh, all I'm saying is there's a lot of stupid people out there and probably shouldn't be climbing Everest. That's for sure. 
doesn't seem, seems ill-advised, very ill-advised. So, you know, that was the other thing the news was talking about, just people dying on Everest. I'm just sitting here to myself thinking, like, did anything good happen? Did somebody save a kitten? Where's the fucking squirrel on skis with the little boat? You know what I mean? Like, where's that shit at? I want to see some positive news. And then they go into the... Ah, uh, the, the, the Viva la Resistance, I don't even know, I can't speak any other languages besides fucking America, you know what I'm saying? So, I tried to do something fancy there, it didn't work out, but, uh, they start, then they start talking about abortion. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, dude, anybody who is consuming a steady diet of, like, cable news, like, holy fucking shit, you just have to be, like, constantly on edge, constantly thinking the world's falling apart, everybody's dying, storms fucking you know people dying on Everest people getting shot it's all it's it's insane I could not believe it I was like where is the positivity where is the good story they're just like no we want to keep this shit negative that way we get views that way we can get some eyeballs they're like what the hell is going on here man I couldn't believe it and it, I don't think it even matters what news you're watching this wasn't like Fox or it was like ABC nightly news or some shit right NBC I don't even know but if you're watching any of that shit regularly I bet I can only imagine how people are wound up so tight and think like, oh man, the fuck shit's popping off. It's coming to an end. Cause like in my everyday life, sure. It's not great. I talked about the fucking, the gizzy, the gizzy gauntlet back there, you know, fucking working 16 of the last 19 days. Not fun at all. Way too much. Pretty fucking stupid. And it's always funny when you work something like that and you tell people to, they'll say some dumb shit like, oh, well, <laughs> at least the paycheck will be nice. I'm like, no. The paycheck ain't gonna be nice. I work at fucking Starbucks, bro. The paycheck's never nice. This ain't Wall Street, son. You know what I mean? Like, at least the paycheck will be nice. <laughs> they try to make you feel better by saying that dumb shit. It's like, get out of here, dude. Get out of here before I come across this counter, son. But yeah, like, you know, it's not... It, I, I fucking went on that rant and got fired up and then lost my place. Lost what the fuck I was talking about. What was it? Oh, yeah, the news. And, yeah, they're talking about, like, if you're ingesting that shit, you're going to be so fired up. Like, you can't do it. You got to you gotta ease back off all the news. You know, I've been out of politics a little bit, just kind of following it with, like, a little half eye on the side. Like, and it's been making my life way better. I feel <laughs> I feel happier. I feel less worried about what's going on. Like, sure, I still, still care, and I still want things to, you know, improve and get better. But also, I'm trying to improve. I'm trying to get better. I'm going to make a difference here for me. And then if I can be better and, you know, take some other people with me up the thing, boom, that's going to make everything better. You know, what's that, 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 that stupid saying I always stay on here that I fuck up all the time, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats or some shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to work on me, start here with what I can change, what I can do. And yeah, you know, gotta, gotta figure it out. But that, that news, that fucking, if you're digesting that, putting that in your brain, whew, it's poison, baby. I'm telling you what, that was insane. I was just like, I can't even watch this anymore. I just had to focus on what was going on in the big, the big screen over there. Fucking Raptors giving it to the Warriors and that, you know, that made me much happier. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> also another thing that they talked about on the news, I forgot they, they brought it up again and it's like, this is obviously, you know, I, I don't have a great producer around here. The producer's me and he's trash. So we always talk about things a little late from time to time, but that fucking Notre Dame cathedral burning down. I mean, talk about a big win for the devil, right? That was a, that's a big dub for the, the, the dark Lord himself, old Lucifer, that, what, what, right? Cause it's like, who else, how else can you take it? You know what I mean? Cause that, who will, who would want something like that? Something beautiful, something that represents the religion and, and, and the church and, you know, 
those olden days when the church was fucking killing it and in charge. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's a big win for the devil himself. He's out there just flexing on the fucking Lord right now. He's like, right. Cause if everything happens for a reason, that reason must've been that the devil was like, I'm out here on these streets still, son. What up? Yo, 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 gang, gang, gang. You know, he's probably one of his minions or some shit, but I don't know. It's, it's so, it's so wild to think that people are donating billions of dollars to that and not other things. Like people were getting upset that they're donating billions of like a billion dollars to rebuild that, which is like, I guess you can get mad about that, whatever, you know, there's plenty of other better things, but like something like that, it reminds people of beauty and things like greater than themselves. So that's why they like that. You know, Flint, Michigan getting clean water. People don't care. Flint, Michigan's probably a shithole. No offense. I bet it looks, I bet it doesn't look beautiful like the Notre Dame Cathedral, which reminds them of like, they could, like there's something greater than themselves, something bigger than them out there. So yeah, people are fucking donating. People go crazy for a religion. If there was a religion where water was the, the king, then yeah, maybe they would be like, God damn, we got to send Flint some money. But people, people don't care unless it really like affects them or they can feel something, right? We're very selfish. We're very selfish. But anyways, RIP to that Notre Dame Cathedral. Fozimoto hopefully wasn't up in that clock tower. I mean, the homie had a fucking hunchback. I don't know if he could get out of there in time. Hopefully he made it out. Shout out Quasimodo or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but two last things to talk about here. And that's why part of one of the reasons I started uh, today's podcast off with Bring the Ruckus by the Wu-Tang Clan from their 36 Chambers album uh, was that I've been watching uh, of Mike's and Men, uh, Wu-Tang of Mike's and Men on Showtime. And it is a fucking awesome documentary. It has me, like I've always been kind of a Wu-Tang fan. I never was like big in it, like, you know, the foot throwing up the woo, you know, soo, doing that type of shit. But uh, I always had a couple of songs. I was like, yeah, man, these are bangers. Like they know what they're doing, but watching the documentary and learning about these guys and learning about their vision and how they were able to like, as a group, you know, put out so much good music and be all like have all these different personalities and different things that could clash and go wrong and how they were able to fucking overcome that and make this beautiful music that has changed hip hop and, and you know, influenced so many people beyond them. It is very incredible. It's a fantastic documentary. I mean, obviously, if you guys have been listening to the podcast at all, you know I'm a huge hip hop head. It's like one of my. It's probably my favorite genre to listen to, uh, and I think it's been, you know, it's been it's just been fun to kind of go back before my time, you know, because I wasn't listening to, you know, I listened to Wu Tang maybe when I was in like some in high school. You know, you get your hands on one of the albums, somebody mentions it, you go, oh shit, this is fire, and you start listening to it, but you don't really look into who they are, like who all the members are. You don't really necessarily know when you hear the voice who's rapping because you're just kind of like, yeah, I mean, this is good, but is it, is that the same guy? Is that a different guy? Like you don't really know. And then you get to kind of get a inside peek into like what they did and how they got involved and what was their key strength and what they brought to the group. And I thought it was really well done. So if you're a Wu-Tang fan at all or a hip hop fan, I highly recommend that you check out of Mike's and men on Showtime. It is, it's really fun. It's a really fun watch. And I feel like I'm learning a lot, just like that hip hop history. You know, it's, it's, it's good to go back and pay homage to some of the people that have changed the game and pushed the genre forward. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, other than that, uh, these are the two things I would probably, I usually recommend these at the end, but I'm kind of doing a longer version of it today because I've been like entrenched into these two things. But, um, also, I've been listening to 
the Dune audiobook on, there's actually a free one on YouTube, you know, spoiler alert, go find it there for free if you want to listen to it. Uh, but holy shit, I haven't listened to a new fantasy series. I haven't, you know, there's the classic like Harry Potter. I, I, I was listening to uh, the King Killer Chronicles, which is like the, the name of the wind and the wise man's fear. Just finished those up. Uh, and I was looking for something new and I couldn't figure out what I wanted. I just was like, man, I want to be able to just kind of get like entrenched in something, like have something suck me in and just be like, when you're listening to it, you're like, oh yeah, this is fucking good. I don't even, why would I want to watch a movie right now? Like this is the movie, like listening to this book is so good. And it's like fucking got me on the edge of my seat and I'm like biting my fingernails and like, oh shit, it's about to pop off. And like, that's what, that's what Dune has been doing for me lately. Uh, so I'm just coming at you to recommend checking it out. It's a it's a book that was written in like the 70s, I believe, and it's been out for a while. It's a it's a very popular, like well known, uh, series. You know, I just saw on Amazon that it had like 50,000 reviews. I was like, oh shit. Well, if something has that, that that many reviews and it's like five stars almost, you're like, okay, they they might be up to something here. They might they might be on to something, right? So I checked it out, and it's fucking it's such a interesting book such an interesting concept that's set like 20,000 years into the future and you know people have been able to, space travel has been a thing they're able to go to different planets and they've uh there's people habiting these other different planets and different races and uh populations and whatnot but they go to this planet like a desert planet it's all fucking sand that's basically looks like it's inhabitable there's no water they think or da 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 and they come to find out that this planet is actually very important. And there's like a race of people who live on this planet. And, uh, you know, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but it's a very cool idea to have this, uh, desert like planet where water is so crucial and water is the only thing that, you know, keeps people alive. It's the only, it's like what pushes, you know, allows you to live without water. You last like fucking less than a week. You die, right? You can go without food for, you know, almost three weeks or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. But, you know, it's it's very interesting to have this planet where water is so important and every little drop fucking counts. They talk about, like, you know, you can't... They they say you give water to the dead when you shed a tear because you're wasting water, actually. You're fucking... You're giving your water to the dead, like, when somebody dies. So it's, like, it's very interesting uh, way of looking at things. And it's also kind of set up in this, like... For, for, uh, what's the freudal system or fruit feudal feudal i don't know like the fucking kings and emperors and dukes and barons and there's the politics and the fucking dirty play and all of that shit gets involved as well so it's very it's very well done and it's very captivating in many ways and it had me i'm like i said i'm entrenched into it i finished the first book i finished the second book and right now i'm working on the third book because i've been crushing it you know what i'm saying like this past month i've been just listening to it pretty much nonstop haven't even been watching as many podcasts or Netflix, any of that. It's just been, been booked lately. So that's why I wanted to give you a little hype uh, around that. And if you're looking for a new uh, fantasy book to check out, boom, there it is. Check out the Dune series. Highly recommend it. And it's kind of nice. Like it took me a while listening to it to get used to listening to it. Right. But now it kind of, they put in like some spooky music every once in a while and there's different people reading the voices and they get like into it. So it kind of makes it like it's its own little movie in a way, especially if you got a brilliant imagination such as myself, uh, it makes it awesome, <laughs> you know, but whatever. Yeah. So that's, that's all I wanted to talk about for you today. That's all I got for you. I'm going to 
you know, play a little music here, then I'll hit you with that outro. But as always, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. then folks there it is boom the 77th episode of the millennial man child podcast is fucking in the books in the el novelas novelas yeah boom did it man i i'm really talented folks and i just hope you appreciate this awesome fucking you know you know i'm just delivering the goods left and right the giggles the insight the fucking you know philosophical brilliance all of it all in one podcast and it's honestly astonishing to me that joe rogan still has a bigger podcast than me i mean it's kind of embarrassing really it's you know it's really a it's a it's a credit to our society you know i can tell that our society is just really going down the dumpster because man nobody is checking out my podcast no i'm just kidding it's a actually been doing pretty good lately not to toot my own horn for me good for me obviously is what i'm saying yeah definitely not on that joe rogan level but maybe Maybe someday, maybe someday the homie will be like, oh man, I see you doing your thing over there. And then he's going to have me come on to his fucking place. We're going to shoot some bows, play some pool, uh, have a few beers, smoke a joint. Um, because, you know, he's not a busy man and he's going to have plenty of time to hang out with me because that's what I see happening in my head. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Look at that. That's beautiful. Um, but anyways, <laughs> besides whatever the fuck that was, I just wanted to say, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. As always, uh, you beautiful snowflakes, you you know you triggered millennials. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope that uh, you know that you enjoyed it. I hope that you know you keep listening. I hope that you maybe you, you feeling a little frisky. You want to go out there help you know change the world. You know that's what I'm saying. This is a, if you let more people listen to this, we'll change the world. It's complete bullshit. But you got to sell something somehow, right? That's how you got to push it forward. So you know if you want to change the world. Share the podcast with somebody. Let them know. You'd be like, hey, I got this homie. He's been doing this podcast for a while now. And he actually just bought a microphone. So it's like it's real for, for now. It's like it's, he's doing a real thing. So you should go check out his podcast. Boom. That's how we're doing it. We're, we're, if this thing's going to grow, if it's going to grow at all, it has been. It has actually been growing. So, I mean, again, I got to say thank you to you because, like, I ain't been doing as much as I could to grow it. But it is growing. So, you know, I guess that's a shout out to you all, you people who are sharing it, people who are letting people know that I'm out here doing a podcast. It is much appreciated because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen naturally. It's going to happen organically, son. That's the best way to do it. I want to create people that only want to be here. If they don't want to be here, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see your faces, but you know, you can still like hate listen to it. You know, give me them views. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but for real. Uh, thank you all. But yeah, that's all I got for you. Uh, the music for today's episode was uh, "Going the Dis" or "The Distance" by Cake. Obviously, "Bring the Bring the Ruckus" by Wu Tang Clan. Uh, Jerry was a race car driver by Primus, and "La La Land" by Bryce Vine. So that's all I got for you. Thank you, beautiful faces, for listening. Much love, and until next time, Millennial Manchild. Out. Appreciate you living in Canyon. How big is your mansion? Fresh out of school, now you working and focus on fashion. Pretty girl and you let go. Got time, but you got goals. Hey, baby, waste your time with me in California. in the Hamptons, I heard that's expensive, damn and you famous on Insta, your pics is a blessing, I think you could be a centiphone, no need for the money though, hey baby, waste your time with me in California.